ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Cinemates, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of cinema, TV shows, and everything in between. I'm your host, Michael J. Collins, and Jake Schultz. And we're thrilled to have you all here with us today. On today's episode, we have a fantastic lineup of discussions that will leave you on the edge of your seats. We'll take a closer look at the highly anticipated, maybe, second episode of The Idol. It's always anticipated. uh, That seems to be captivating audiences worldwide for maybe the wrong reasons. Trust me, folks, you won't want to miss our analysis and some theories. And, uh, yeah. But that's not all. Jake and I will also be sharing our thoughts on the films and shows we've watched over the past week. So prepare for some exciting recommendations, surprising revelations, and maybe even some heated debates. I don't know. We'll see. You want to? But guess what? It's not just us. It's not just us. We have a special treat for you today. We said there was a Rose Gallery. We did not lie about that. We did not. (laughs) Join us as our guest is the incredibly talented Madeline Barnes, creator of the Could Be Worse fashion TikTok. Madeline will be lending her expertise on our discussion about the fashion on the idol. So get ready to uncover the hidden meanings behind the characters' wardrobes and stunning visual storytelling that uh, comes through through the costume design. Sure. So (laughs) sit back, grab your popcorn, and get ready to embark on this cinematic journey with us. Cinemates starts now. Welcome to the show, Maddie. Hi, Maddie. Hi. I'm very excited. How's it going? It's good. I have a lot of opinions. Yeah. A lot to say. So uh, before we go into episode two, why don't you give us maybe like a couple words on how you felt about episode one? Okay, I mean, I definitely wasn't impressed <laughs> with the <laughs> surprise, storyline, the writing. Really, I wasn't impressed with much, but I do have some positives. Okay. About episode one? Just about maybe the show in general. Okay, okay. Interesting. Well, spew, spew. Well, I, well, I think the character of Jocelyn is terrible, honestly, <laughs> insufferable maybe. I actually like Lily Rose Depp. Thank I think you. that she is doing a good job with what she's given, which is not much. She's not given a lot. I said that in the first episode, and Mike looked at me like I was crazy. I thought she was doing really well in that episode. I mean, even, we'll talk about it, I'm sure, but even better this episode. Yeah. Um, and I think, I mean, I'll talk about her fashion, too, which I think is really good. And her makeup, too, is really cool. Um, and I also really like Jenny from Blackpink. You guys didn't talk about her last episode. It's nothing to talk about last episode. I guess she was just dancing in it, but <laughs> um I thought it was cool. I was like excited. To, I didn't know she was in it, so I was excited to see her in it. I think she does a good job. Yeah. She's a good dancer. I guess we can just hop right into yeah, episode 2, we should episode, we? Do you have yeah. the description of Of course the I do. It is double fantasy, like the song, and the song is in the, the episode like I thought so. Directed once again by our favorite director Sam Levinson teleplay as well by Sam Levison. Just Abel and Sam this week on the story. Not a third one. There was three the last episode. That's just the two of them this one. Episode two, Double Fantasy. After reworking the song with Tedros, Jocelyn plays a remixed version of World Class Sinner to her team, which receives mixed responses. Nikki adamantly opposes it and berates Jocelyn. Yeah, I believe one of the quotes, I don't know, how, how disgusting do we want to get with the quotes on I, this? I th- people have seen them by now, right? Like, like are, Should we swear on this? Like, mm. Okay. Well, uh, she said she needs to respect the giant effing big T-T'd hits, which is an actual quote, but a lot worse. It's another one-liner from Sam Levinson. <laughs> At the music video shoot, Jocelyn overexerts herself to, the perfect, to perfect the choreography, angering the director. Meanwhile, Leia... 
build a close relationship with Isaac, spelled I-Z-A-A-K, in case oh. anyone wanted to know. <laughs> Chime and Destiny look into Tedros, and Nikki sees the potential in Dwayne, Diane, Dwayne. Why I read that so wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, guys, uh, who is re- reveled to have a connection to Tedros. The video is scrapped after Jocelyn breaks down and calls out her deceased mother. Later, Tedros is invited to Jocelyn's home, bringing with him Isaac and Chloe. Leia is wary of Jocelyn's relationship to Tedros. That's all we get there at the end there. Does it seem like Tedros was just kind of thrown in there at the end of the episode? Yeah, I think we got a little more insight into stuff about him, but uh, why don't we go through a little chronologically about this episode. So it starts off as the patio scene. She's playing this uh, Tedros Tedros remix. Tedros, Tedros. We did learn his name is Tedros Tedros. It's a wild name. It's a great yeah, name, so we honestly. We learned his name is Tedros Tedros in this episode. Uh, I actually like this scene. I thought it started off pretty strong. Um, did you like the scene or did you like the song? Because I liked diff- both. The scene you actually good, liked I the actually remix. Did li- yeah, I actually did like the song. I, I hated it. it. It's just moaning. I, that's why it was stupid. It was awful. I get it. I think it's kind of done on purpose, and it's supposed to be like artistic integrity at the same time. But I was just so cringing so hard at listening to it because she's literally playing this and she's dancing and she's like rubbing herself down while you just hear moaning. I'm like, the scene, this episode just started. <laughs> we I actually immediately got the, right like, into that. Like her doing that and sort of um, doing the dance with it was a lot like her trying to take back sort of some power, whatever yeah. image. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it did come across like that. Okay. Maddie? I loved the song for the scene. I thought the scene was so funny. She was so proud of herself. Um, and I think it was just really true to character. Like, it built some sort of character development that had been lacking. We got to see kind of a little bit more of her. And I thought it was... I like that her friends, too, like the... I can't remember what his character's name, but the Troy Sivan character was like, no, I think it's I think it's really good. Xander? I like it. Is that his name? I think it's Xander, yeah. <laughs> He wasn't in this episode a lot. Actually, he was. The oh, music no. Video, yeah, there's, a, right. there's a lot of scenes with their See, friends. I already blocked out yeah. most of the episode. <laughs> yeah, so the music video, that's kind of the next thing that happens is they go and do this music video, and it's genuinely the best part of the show so far. It was yeah. actually, like, incredible. This was a great scene. I said it's, like, the first time I've felt something watching this show. They, yeah. It, it was good. Yeah. It was actually well done. It was shot really well. It made sense, just especially seeing her at the end with all the blood and all the blisters on her feet, and then she's crying out to her mom during it. Well, it's a little over the top. It's was pretty well done for the most part, and it actually kind of shed some light onto Jocelyn a little bit more. Uh, we joked in the last episode that they were just probably not going to touch about <laughs> any other part of her past. Um, her mom died, so that was the kind of the main thing that we were yeah, told about we during this episode. I found like right before this scene, though, I thought it was going to go a completely different direction when she's sort of rubbing the ice cube on her hoo-ha while she's mixing the song after the first scene. So they I really thought like it was to gonna just keep doing I that. Don't do not understand it. Uh, but then it goes to this like really deep, sort of dark. I think it really should. So so sort of she's filming a music video that she really doesn't like, but she's trying to get it perfect. Uh, for whatever reason. And stuff keeps going wrong with the shots out of the angle. So she's redoing it over and over again. And while she's sort of breaking down, you can see her feet are really messed up. Uh, They're seamlessly looking for a replacement for her at the Mm -hmm. same time. And I felt like this is like the most authentic piece of this this thing that we're watching 
you really felt like, oh, these pop stars, these idols are replaceable. They're disposable, I think is the right word. Um, and this is, yeah, you're right. I think this is the first bit of emotion that you feel on this, this show. Gives us a little bit more of insight into what the show is kind of building up towards a little bit. We learn more about Diane, not Dwayne, uh, mm-hmm. Jenny's character from Blackpink. Uh, she does have a connection to Tedros because there were some shots of Tedros kind of in there in the club getting his rat tail braided, which I burst out laughing when I saw that happening. I yeah, thought that was hilarious. Was wild. Uh, the jarring cuts between the music video stuff and the weekend scenes were so night and day. It was hilarious. But no, we've learned that she is basically related to the cult in some way. We're not quite sure what that is yet. She's one yeah. of his angels. Um, uh, just to, to pull a quote from that scene. There's a it. powerful voice inside of you. I want to reach down and pull it out. Gorgeous writing. <laughs> Fantastic writing. <laughs> Absolutely wild. There was such stark difference at differentials between the weekend scenes and the music video scenes. Well, yes. I felt that the music video scene, it felt like an original scene. It did. It felt like that wasn't one that it was edited. From it felt Sam like Levinson. that one wasn't reshot. Exactly. It felt like that one was was part of that the old the guard idea. of the show, and then they had to intersplice and it. It was with. so interesting. It was so good. And that's kind of what I was kind of getting towards in the first episode when they had this whole point of like when they're trying to hide the photo, and I was like that that feels like an interesting context to it. But then you put it into this episode, and they actually showed it like more. It's basically the same thing, just kind of a different side of it. The everything around the pop star side of the show is actually not bad. And so far, at least, like it's the most genuinely interesting part of the show. It's every single time that the weekend comes into the show that just ruins it completely. And they just decide to spin the episode upside down by having 20 minutes of just soft corn pornography and whatever the hell it was. And just the worst sex scenes yeah. I think I've ever watched in my life. It's going viral because of some of the stuff that's being said in it. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's so it's jarring. Weird. Uh, just before we go into the scene at the house where it gets... Oh. Absolutely, just <laughs> just bad, man. Uh, I think we do get a little glimpse into Tedros Tedros when he is getting his his rat tail braided and he's at his club and he's sort of teaching Isaac to be a weird sex guy. Um, this I feel like is the first that you sort of at least know that something's wrong with him or something's bad with him. He's playing Jocelyn. Yeah, so I think I think that's sort of where we see the first insight into culty sort of vibe it yeah i think it is supposed to be a cult mm-hmm. i don't think they're doing it well but i think that's kind of what they're hinting at is that yeah, this is some big cult and diane is a part of it and i'm interested that they're actually using her as more of a character than just hi i'm from blackpink remember me look at me and getting the social media interactions from her they're actually making her possibly like the biggest secondary character in the show at least that's what they're hinting towards. I'm not sure where exactly that's going to go aside from her trying to upstage Jocelyn and maybe her getting probably causing Jocelyn to spiral a bit more. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I have just no interest. <laughs> like there's, I don't care. I think that's one of the biggest things about it is like, Oh, this should be an interesting subplot of this show. And I could not care less. I don't really think that I want her to be her own character, but I did really like the dynamic of, like clearly Jocelyn knows that they're talking to her and there's showing interest in her. And you can see in that scene that she's like getting upset because she knows she's replaceable. And I kind of like that, but I don't think she needs her own 
storyline necessarily. Well, I, uh, maybe I think somebody does because yeah, I, I just don't care about this or the the main one either. But I, you're right though. I don't give. I don't care that it's her. No. But I do think there needs to be something else. I mean, this is just this is bad, man. This is such a bad show, and it started off so strong. And I think that's what really pisses me off about this episode is that that the whole music video scene was actually really, really well done. It felt original. It felt authentic, which I think is something that's just completely lacking in the show. I don't care about Tedros Tedros. I don't. And every time that I feel like, oh, this could be an interesting, The weekend just butchers this character. So there is something that he said this week, too, which is, like, he said this is the point of the character, is he's supposed to be this really weird, like, dull boring guy that like is acting the way so he's kind of been saying that this is his acting of he's supposed to be playing that character so so he's probably covering that up like he did a a gq interview about it with um fraser tharp i'll read i'll read you guys these uh, quotes tell me what you think and if this is coming across because it does sort of makes sense if this is what he's doing i'm just saying it i don't give a crap when i see yeah, it on TV. we well, we alluded in the first episode this is a hard character to yeah. try to nail down and i don't think the weekend is the guy to do it uh so he the basically the gate scene from last episode he says that was intentional and that was supposed to be camp okay um sure and then he says there's nothing really mysterious or hypnotizing about him and we did that on purpose with his outfits his hair the guy's a d-bag you can tell he cares so much about what he looks like and what he thinks, but then you see these weird moments of him alone, like the one where he's in the mirror and he's rehearsing all that, uh, and he needs to do that or he's or has nothing. He's pathetic. So it's supposed to be like a f- – he says it's like a fish-out-of-water scenario. Uh, he says Jocelyn might be the biggest score he's ever had. It's very obvious. He's overindulging. When he walks into the house, he's like, wow, this is a cool house. Uh, anyway – does that come across for you guys? I kind of saw it until the last part. The fish out of the water thing seems really weird because why? What? That, I he don't also know. says he comes off like a, a loser. He's supposed to come off like a loser. I see that. Yeah, he does come off like a loser. Yeah, I, I see that. And honestly, I don't even know if that's the character. No, I, I get that because he does seem like a loser. But what? It is a cult at the end of the day, and what cult leader is not? Charismatic, charismatic. Right. like what yeah. that doesn't make well, sense I if think it was he written wants that to way. like have um like oh he's there's humanity behind these people but it's i don't care there's no you reason know? for it I, there's I, no reason for like it like i at the end in just context wise seeing what he's saying like i can see it in the episodes like yeah he is supposed to be this loser like he has a rat tail. Like they're obviously making a character joke out of the, the rat tail at this point. Mm-hmm. And they're probably going to keep doing that throughout the rest of the episodes. But I don't know if that's the proper character you're trying to sell for a cult story. No. Like that doesn't add up. And I can like, I, there's just no part of me that cares if he's supposed to be this loser guy, like Jocelyn's his biggest score. But then you also see in the clubs that he's with all these other women around him. So clearly he's not that much of a loser. If he's getting all these yeah, other no, women in the clubs with him, it's supposed to be hypnotizing. If he's able to like, like there's a scene where uh, the assistant's talking to Isaac and she's like, "Oh, why? Um, like, how do you know him?" And he's like, "Oh, my parents were pastors." Um, <laughs> and then he heard me sing. It's like, okay, so that chain, like, what? Yeah. How did? Uh, so 
tell me more. Th- that doesn't even make any sense. You got no more. You just got a quick cut of them having sex with each other. Yeah, <laughs> she's brutal. Okay, let's go to the house. Um, yeah, there's a lot to talk about with this thing. So just basically the worst uh, unsexy sex scenes. <laughs> so th- to preface this beforehand, Susanna Sun shows up, who yes. she broke out in her role of Strawberry and Red Rocket, mm. which came out two years ago. That's a Sean Baker movie. He's the one who did The Florida Project. So she broke out in that role. She's really good in that movie. She shows up and immediately takes her clothes off mm-hmm. and just perudes around the house. They kind of just like, oh, she's just crazy. That's Chloe. Like, bye-bye. Just let her go do whatever. And then, then they just keep shooting back to her. And Being naked for some reason? Yeah. Um, they end the episode with her staring off and staring at Tedros Tedros while he's hooking up with Jocelyn. And it's like, I get that's part of the cult part aspect is kind of being like, oh, look, that's me too. Like, and then she's like kind of feeling herself up while like Jocelyn's being felt up. But it's so weird. And why? why? Like, I don't. Yeah, there's I don't nothing to, to really get about it. I feel like they think it's smart. Or so. Oh, this is interesting. But it's not. It's not interesting at all. Maddie? Like, did, did they want it to be sexy? Yes. Because it was not it's essentially okay, so like ha- sexual assault okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so the weekend does talk about how he takes a lot of uh, inspiration for basic instincts i'm gonna read you some quotes here about that so this is about all the sex scene in episode two there's nothing sexy about it when we use basic instinct as a reference we're using verhoven verhoven is the king of 90s satire thriller also i don't know if that's how you pronounce his name pretty sure it is verhoven yeah yeah uh, yes, there's moments of sexy in his films, but there are other moments that were very cheesy and hilarious. However, you're feeling watching that scene, whether it's discomfort or you feel gross or you feel embarrassed for the characters, it's all those emat- emotions adding up to this guy in his way is in way over his head. The situation is one where he is not supposed to be here. I don't buy that. I don't no. buy that. At I don't all. buy that. That that's too much clone ta- like. Too much uh, okay. clashing tones. I, there's Here's no chance that's what they did. Here's that. my theory. This is not reporting. Uh, he filmed it trying to be really, really sexy, mm-hmm. and they rewatched it and were like, oh, crap, this is really it's bad. damage control. So damage control, let's pretend it's you something else. You cannot tell me that they are purposely shooting this the way that they did no, to I, be I think tongue-in-cheek. The it's weekend not. thinks he's sexy, and they filmed it, and we're like, oh, this is bad. Because Sam Levinson has been in Euphoria. He is this super over-serious person and there's funny moments especially with Sidney Sweeney's characters and Cassie in that show but that at least came across like her character you understood that this is nothing to do with any of that they're not building towards any of that and if there's just this one character that's supposed to be this goofy out of touch guy but everyone else is so serious with all this mental health stuff with Jocelyn with everything else the, the tones are ridiculous if that's what they actually went out to set to do but I don't see that that's complete damage control yeah, I don't think that that was intentional at all. And I also don't think The Weeknd would sign up to be the joke. No. Why, why I, would he? This, why is, would his, he? this is his show. Like. He wants to be the cool, hot guy on the show, <laughs> and no one read it that way, and now he's trying to control the narrative himself. Yeah, 100%. Was there a thing where he said that it was in like his clothes and his hair and all that stuff that you're supposed to be reading it as like not sexy? Is that what he said in the yeah, thing? Yeah. Did you see that, Maddie? Um, the fashion stuff I saw was more like about Jocelyn. I honestly don't even remember what the weekend was wearing because I don't care. Like (laughs) it, it really seemed like, I mean, well, I guess that's kind of what he said. Like just didn't feel like they put any attention into what he was wearing, Mm. but maybe 
if we believe that that was the point. Then kind of <laughs> just looks like the weekend does. Yeah, just with a rat tail. Yeah, exactly. The rat tail sexy? No, it's <laughs> terrible. It also like looks like a wig. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, he's bad. Uh, so <laughs> I think we we can all before we jump into the fashion, why don't we just say our final thoughts on this disaster um it does end on a little interesting note where tedros tedros is like oh i should move in it'd be easier and then uh jocelyn's like yeah and then it ends on a nice uh family song nice family song uh which i i like the song again it was only one part of the song and the scene didn't make any sense but i understood the song um some performances in this episode Isaac is equally as terrible as The Weeknd. <laughs> My God. Where are they fa- casting these people? He sucks. He is he a nice voice. Yeah, he's a singer. He's part of, I don't know. He's legitimately terrible. Though, is that the cult, there's like singing. Yeah, it's his first role. It. It's his first role. I can tell. He's also supposed to be in the upcoming, X, the newest movie in the X trilogy, Maxine. So the third one after oh. Pearl and X. So yeah, we can hope not. look forward to that. Yeah, he was uh, not good. Yeah, we learned that um, this cult is all singers. Well, if it's a cult, pretty sure it's going to be a cult. It is a cult. I think we can just say it's a cult. Did they say point. he was like a producer or a manager or something? Yeah, he like manages them. Yeah. He sucks. All I see here is it <laughs> says he's a follower of Tedros. Okay. He's like, Isaac is on on the same level of the weekend as bad acting. It, there's nothing you get from that guy. He's terrible. There's nothing sexy about him either. Don't worry, Mike Dean, who is the the weekends. He makes the beats for the, a lot of the weekends upcoming music. Oh, he's he's, he's an upcoming guest star, so we can look Hooray. forward to another musician that does not know how to act. Yeah, I, I, I think what I said last episode, the the music is the best part of the show so far, and we're two episodes in. Double Fantasy, I think, felt really off. I don't know why they even like. It was, I don't it understand was not why really it was in there. War, like, it, I, it didn't fit the scene. But other than that, family, I really liked as a song. I know you don't like the weekend's version that he put out, but yeah, I did like the song. Yeah, I think the weekend sort of ruins the version. It's a good song, but I mean, it's fine. I'm not like hating on it. But the same point stands that if the music is the best part of these, the show, like why am I watching this? Because if I'm looking forward to the music each and every week, I could just like literally save 50 minutes and then just listen to the song instead. But I don't know. I think I enjoyed this episode a bit more than the last episode. Yeah, I think there was some interesting stuff, and I like that we learned a lot more about the friends and the, mm-hmm. sort of the group around her. I'm gonna like I'm gonna keep watching it. It's just it was a bit better. The, the sex scenes were so bad. I thought the I uh, music video scenes were better, but the sex scenes were far more worse. Yeah, it just kept going. It literally it just kept, kept going. Going. It was just disgusting it was painful i might have to like i i put out a tweet that's saying that i might have to sue the weekend if he yeah. keeps putting out this stuff and killing my ears because i was so uncomfortable watching that last scene just if he thought that was sexy god help him there's like a whole dirty talk scene and it just like gave me a visceral reaction <laughs> i just my whole body tensed up i was so uncomfortable it was just Honestly, probably the worst thing that's happened in the show so far was oh, that. Yeah, it's not even that. close. It was terrible. Yeah. If um, they ended after the music video scene, I would be sitting here saying that was a good episode. Yeah, I loved the first half. Yeah, actually, it was really good. And he. I thought I was going to give it. this a thumbs up mm-hmm. after the music video, um, but I think then all the weekend scene. Uh, Vulture put out a, sort of a recap on that episode, and just a quote that I love from him is after the 
infamous one line that I think if anybody's listening to this, they probably they know, know. They know that we don't uh, <laughs> what it is. Uh, Vulture says that that was a noble attempt to end the writer's strike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely wild. Um, That's okay, great. guys, before we jump into the fashion of this show and what uh, Maddie's going to talk about, a thumbs up, thumbs down, episode two of The Idol. Can I go in the middle? It's not in the middle. It's a thumb. Can down. I? No, can I? So this is my thumb. It's like kind of slightly off kiltered from fully thumbs I, down. I want to like put it up, but half of that episode was worse than the first. I've so. yeah. yeah. I mean, fair enough. I I guess I'm a bit more positive on that, but the yeah no, I, I hated everything that came in the last twenty minutes. But like, I want to give it a thumbs up, but I thirty five of the minutes was like okay. So I'm gonna go like my thumb is down, but like slightly ish kind of yeah. towards the middle. It's thumbs down for me. I almost it's almost more of a thumbs down because it gave me a little bit of hope in the beginning yeah. and okay. then just crushed it. Like absolutely crushed any That's fair. hope I had for the show. Fair enough. So, why don't you jump into some fashion that you like? Cuz uh one thing that we were talking about or I don't think actually we've talked about it on the pod, but uh, I did like uh, a lot of Jocelyn's fashion choices. Yeah, I think that they're they're really cool and just watching it, I went into it not knowing anything. Um, about who the wardrobe stylist was. Um, And I thought that it was clear that she's very current and knows what a pop star right now would be wearing. Like it felt very authentic, all of her outfits. Um, And just kind of cool. I know that they're skimpy and revealing, but I think it was done in a way that was... Because it's clear that Jocelyn's comfortable in what she's yeah, wearing, so it's like empowering, scenes, especially at the beginning of this episode where she's wearing like that sort of skimpy T-shirt. It, yeah. like it made sense that she was wearing that in in front of all those people. And it seems clear that it's her choice. She's choosing to dress like this. Sh- this is how she's most comfortable, and it doesn't seem it, well. I read some articles, and and it is really alluding to the freeness that she has with her body and herself. And they mentioned that that is going to change as mm. she gets closer to the cult. Wow, a teaser. I know. That's so so cool. some symbolism is going to come up more Great. with how she starts to dress later on. Um, but the the person who does wardrobe is Natasha Newman Thomas. And she actually has done a lot of movies and music videos. So she seems to be pretty like prevalent in both of those spaces which i think makes sense for this show and why she was able to create such like a realistic looking character in my opinion she she did wolf of wall street i just saw that that makes sense especially with Mm -hmm. yeah that makes a lot of sense that they're with the pop stars things and the similarities between margot robbie's character and yeah and uh this is america too oh the childish game yeah yeah um so she's done some pretty like iconic things and i think it's it's done in a really smart way and there's actually a lot of really iconic vintage pieces that show up um some stuff from prada and balenciaga but the most notable one was that scene um where she's showing the remix to her music video um and she's in like a really short white top and really low rise jeans those jeans are Alexander McQueen Bumster jeans, which if anyone understands fashion, they were iconic. It absolutely like shifted fashion in the nineties and they were the original low rise jeans. 
they're super rare and coveted and really hard to find so it's really like an iconic fashion statement that they're in this show in that scene um especially it, it was really cool when i found that out awesome did you like the uh the music video outfits i thought those were really pretty it wicked. was really good um they talked on that too about how that outfit is so restrictive like it looks mm-hmm. so uncomfortable and um that was ob- i mean we see in that scene that it's supposed to be and it i just i think that that outfit really added to the music video scene and showing like how hard she's being pushed and she's wearing this like tight corset that looks so structured and stiff and it's but she still ends up killing it <laughs> yeah tedros tedros um or anybody in that call like it's it's nothing they just look honestly like they're trying to fit in they're wearing what they should be wearing there's nothing new you're not don't notice yeah. what they're wearing and i think that that probably is the point you want to see what she's wearing and you want to see there it's very clear that they wanted to draw a lot of attention to how she's currently dressing because it is going to change and change, it's important yeah. in the story i i read somewhere that there might not actually be six episodes it's five hmm but yeah did they cut an episode and there's like a theory that there's not actually six episodes HBO said it was six, yeah. so I don't know what's going on with that. Something weird. D- did they just like think we have to cut out a complete episode? Like, that screams disaster if that's what they're thinking. HBO has said nearly everyone says there'll be six episodes in this season, but HBO has said there are just five episodes total. As so in they there w- are they only backtracked. three more left. Hmm. Um, so while we hate it. <laughs> Okay, wait, no, I'm... St- what did they cut? I want to know. You, How are you doing... What are they going to c- conclude? Like, they're just still starting. Episode three is going to be, like, over the halfway point at this point? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, honestly, thank God. Yeah. Uh, do we think this is going to get a season two? No. Okay, it gets so... gets a lot of watches, it, though. It, it's still, it did lose some watchers this week, but it still had over 800,000 actual people watching it on HBO, and that's not counting the max watchers, the Crave watchers. So I I think pub, like they're going to have to look at critics and everything like that and seeing everyone just absolutely dunking on this thing. And there was something that was leaked earlier that was something circling around HBO saying that they're not renewing it for season two. They did have to come out. The PR came out and did say that that's false. There has not been any... Mm-hmm actual talks about what we're doing with the show uh just keep watching so they'll say they said episode three sunday it'll go from there i don't think they can give this a season two i cannot justify and see any justifiable reason for them to be doing this i think they'll say look sam you tried it did not work go back to euphoria i mean unless they (laughs) they switch it to make it about the hot chef that she has like that could be interesting (laughs) <laughs> the chef what are you talking you about know, a private chef he was kind of a hottie i don't even remember also that. did no. we learn that she also went through a breakup like i can't even freaking There's remember so half of this much stuff. with jocelyn that's rob just cons- hot rob is his name rob there's just so much with jocelyn that's just not it, they're throwing so much at us they're just like i think that they're on. trying to say that like she's lost a lot of the people in her yeah. circle like she doesn't have her mom if she i don't remember the boyfriend thing but if she is going through a breakup she's lost her partner she's mentions that her only friend is her assistant so in some of the worst dialogue ever yeah but i mean th- 
that's important to show that when she sees Tedros Tedros and his quote unquote family together, that's Edge something that she wants. Yeah. Something she point. doesn't have right now. So uh, I felt like the the only good bits of costume were from Jocelyn. Yeah, hundred percent. Do you do you agree with that? I liked Troy Sivan had a shirt on <laughs> that I liked in the uh, music video scene, but no, no one else really stands out to me um, with fashion. But I think nothing I from Rachel Sennett. <laughs> well, there wasn't. Wait, which one's that? Assistant. Assistant. Oh, I thought it was. I friend. thought it was the the one oh, who Suzanne took her clothes Sun? off immediately. Chloe? <laughs> um, no, I think that the assistant's fashion isn't good, but it's on purpose. Like it kind of is yeah. that like TikTok Depop fashion. Um, Do you think she's going to join the cult too? No. No. You think she's? I think be she might get sucked in a little bit because we saw her like she did. She got seduced. Drugs for the first time. Remember? She, she did get seduced. And so she's being influenced, but yeah. I think she's a pretty strong character, and they've made a point at like showing yeah. that she has it was, it was interesting that she did ask Isaac how mm -hmm. uh, he knew Tedros Tedros. How, okay. I, I'm going to raise one other thing quickly. Why is every woman in this show like naked, but none of the guys take their shirts off? You know why. Like, is that just because Levinson you know. and The Weeknd are just yeah. that self-indulgent? Yeah. They're yes. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty obvious. Because it's been two sex scenes in a row now, and it's just The Weeknd staring at her with everything on, mm -hmm. and it's pretty weird. Yeah. So, are you guys freaks? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I like the song. freak. <laughs> I do like the song. I hate the song. <gasps> it's going to keep evolving too which is my least favorite thing this is gonna be like the most moaning thing in the world and i don't want to hear it uh i did just see quickly that I, it still says six on here so i don't know where the disconnect is between episode five and episode six and why hbo is now saying it's five when i'm looking at other things and it's saying it's six saying six man so oh. i guess it'll be a surprise if it's done or not um <laughs> did we like the reporter who no the reporter. i don't like them at all oh no no yeah no. i can't t something seems off about them which i think is the point but i also just don't care for that character or like there's too many the characters i just don't care no, about. Yeah, they just yeah. keep introducing people like stop it and I'm the done. character's there all the time yeah yeah it's really weird and there was that one scene in the first episode where they were having an interview with jocelyn and it was just the it was terrible it was just terrible dialogue. Did Hank Azaria get better for you? <laughs> a bit, actually, but I think it's just the character had more talking, so, Kay. you know, I don't know. I think also Lily Rose Depp was carrying, car carrying his character through yeah. those scenes, but, I mean, Hank Azaria in the first episode was brutal, but he definitely wasn't the worst part of this. The worst part of this episode was the dialogue during the sex stuff, and mm -hmm. I think Isaac actually was worse than The weekend in this one. Well, we got more Dan Levy next episode. That I know. Ooh. The scene that was shown by the weekend when he was responding back to the Hollywood Reporter and has like direct talking about like no one cares about the Hollywood Reporter. That will be in the next episode. The next episode this Sunday is called Daybreak. Don't know what that means. Just Daybreak. Daybreak. Same thing. T t Sam Levinson. The only one credited with story on this one. So that's not fun. All right. The uh, the latest season of Black Mirror yes. has just hit our screens, and we've had the opportunity to delve into the first three episodes. Yeah, not all of them. So Black so. Mirror is back for the first time in four years. I think a lot of people thought this show was done, especially Charlie Brooker, who is the creator of the show. Uh, this show took a lot of fame 
in its British days. It was one of the most shocking shows at the time when it debuted in 2011, especially with the national anthem, which is about the prime minister and the pig. Uh, That's probably the most infamous episode of Black Mirror, and it turns a lot of people off. But the show basically is about technology and kind of a lot of wary about the future of technology and where everything's going, a lot of human relationships around the show. It was critical acclaimed for its first three seasons. Fourth and five, which is when Netflix kind of took over, took over, Season three was also Netflix, but four, the Bandersnatch film and five were not loved as much as some of the other stuff, especially season five. That one was by far and away the most critically panned season. That one had Striking Vipers, which is the Anthony Mackie, Yaha Abdul Mateen, where they play video games and fall in love with each other. (laughs) They have the Miley Cyrus episode with the doll. The best. Yeah. The The best song. Awful, awful episodes. And so that's why I think a lot of people... No, I I did not like that one. I liked those. No. (laughs) I liked both those episodes. (laughs) I I didn't mind Striking Vipers. Smithereens was my favorite one of that one, which is the car ride one. That one was my favorite. But in general, it's mostly not loved by a lot of people. And Brooker has been kind of trying to do other stuff recently, but nothing has taken off. And then all of a sudden, they were just like, six months ago, they're like, oh, hey, we, we filmed season six, surprisingly. So here it is finally back yeah written by charlie brooker in all the episodes let's talk about the first one first joan is awful yeah. i don't really want to go like we're not going to do like read no, everything no, that no. happened we can just kind of talk about everything that um, happened sure uh joan is awful is about someone they go home and they find that the, their life that they live that day is a netflix series or a stream stream series um i think the episode sort of goes after what it was called joan is awful is awful okay it's with selma hayek and annie murphy Yes, I don't think it was awful. I think you're being way too harsh on it. I did. I I thought it was enjoyable. I don't think it was great. I thought it was an enjoyable start to the season. Uh, I thought the script was actually pretty bad. I didn't like the writing. Um, I was really bored. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm over the whole multiverse thing. I think they thought a, a lot of the lines were really funny. I thought Michael Sarah did a was a was yeah. pretty good cameo. Uh, what's her name? Annie Murphy. Yeah, Brittany Mur- Annie Murphy. Brittany Murphy's <laughs> clueless. Uh, she was actually good. I liked her. Annie Murphy's always I liked good. Selma Hayek was fine. Um, the ending was really predictable. The twist was predictable. Uh, it wasn't an original idea, and uh, quite frankly, I didn't care about anybody. Yeah. Did you at least laugh at the Netflix stuff when <laughs> it was literally no. the Netflix logo? I, think I just, th- that I, was bad. I, think I think hated it's it. Smart. I like yeah. it. Just it's not smart. It's well, here you go. You go off. Well, no, I just I don't like the streamberry stuff i just think it's not the first episode either that there's multiple episodes that have the streamberry yeah i think they think it's way smarter yeah and it's not and i just i mean i liked the story better when it was stranger than fiction with will ferrell and maggie gyllenhaal that's literally what the beginning felt like to me and then the end was just another multiverse yeah basically the story was read the terms and conditions yeah (laughs) i guess but I thought the multiverse thing was predictable. Yeah. Like obviously, that wasn't going to be the first one. We're watching this on Netflix. That's Streamberry. And the other thing, it was Yara. So it just felt, oh, yeah, okay, they're going to be on, like, another level. It also seemed like they were trying to make it goofy. I uh, think they thought it was I funny. Which was, was weird. It wasn't funny. Because, like, that's the thing about Black Mirror is it's not goofy. It's serious. And it always has... Bleak, yeah. And something kind of outrageous. And there was nothing that was really unpredictable or interesting or different one thing I, I liked about this one is it does 
which I think Black Mirror is supposed to like makes you question the consequences of mm-hmm. like some of your decisions. That's what the best Black Mirror episodes yeah. do. Yeah. So I, I did get that Black Mirror from it, but it also didn't really feel like a Black Mirror episode. No. I think, and this is gonna keep ha- probably as we go through the next three episodes. I think they're running out of ideas, and I think that they're very much so. Fe- this felt like Brooker trying to fulfill a contract and being like, "Okay, hey, like I've run out of other ideas. Let's let's. Oh yeah, Netflix." We're on Netflix. Let's think what we can do there. Terms and conditions. Sure. Let's make it about what if. Yeah. What happens if it was your life? And I think, I, I'm like I said, I'm not as harsh as as you guys are. I think I thought it was semi enjoyable. I I really like Annie Murphy, so I think that probably is a bit of bias in it. I think she's really funny. She's good. Yeah. I did and like I think she's Annie. very charismatic. Mm-hmm. And I think the the concept of it is okay. I just don't think it was really executed as well as I thought it should no. have been. I thought the the like accident thing at the end was so they mm-hmm. were just trying to go off the the coattails of uh everything everywhere mm-hmm. all at once like that scene where they keep changing yeah that's what it felt like yeah to that's me. i didn't feel like a cheaper like oh everyone's doing this now and i, s- I saw some clips from the flash that uh, <laughs> okay i really, really want to watch this i really want to watch the flash now because i keep seeing pictures yeah. of the cgi from it and, lo- and andy musietti who's the director who did the it movies he came out and was just like, the VFX was on purpose. And I'm like, sure, <laughs> sure, Andy. All right, episode one. Thumbs up, thumbs down, everybody. Thumbs down. I, I'm, I'm in the middle with this one. I'll give it you a can't thumb. always be in the middle. Thumbs I wasn't in the middle. Thumb What's down. the point of the thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up or down? thumbs down? <laughs> I, I'm a thumbs up on the episode. Okay. Thumbs okay. down. Thumbs down. Okay. Next episode, Lock Henry. I liked a little the better. thematical elements of this one a lot more because this felt more black mirror mm-hmm. in that the consequences of everything and I this the streamberry stuff I think was actually handled way better in the idea that this was basically just an F you to I, Netflix I and the fact it, that this was pointed this was posted on Netflix is pretty funny because the whole idea is this is people talking about serial killers and taking the story of yes. serial killers and consuming them uh, that's what I liked about the ending it was yes. sort of oh sort of sees these people as dis- disposable again which mm-hmm. might be the theme of today's episode but also like you uh, you do see those people on like the oscar stage or, or the baptist mm-hmm. stage that that guy you like inspire that and you never see them again you don't yeah. think about their lives ever again so yep. i did enjoy that i didn't think it was as black mirror though as there wasn't much about technology there, there were just a lot of filming a documentary so but it wasn't this is also something that i've heard come up i don't think black mirror needs to always be about technology it's it's but if that's what it is but about. But it didn't Not make me all, think... Some of the best episodes necessarily aren't really fully about technology. I liked Smithereens. What was the technology in that? Put your phone down? No. Like, it It doesn't... It, there's only so much you can no, keep talking I, about I technology and everything. Think, I want to think more. Uh, but some I, of the I worst episodes are, te- like, extremely technology-based on yeah. the show. Like, Archangel and Crocodile from Season 4 were terrible. And those were strictly because Season 4 was all... All of that was just about this, and that's why I think they're str- Black Mirror struggling recently in a lot more of these episodes because there's no balance between anything. It's one or the other, yeah. mm-hmm. and they don't know how to handle everything. But I think in terms of leaving you with dread and leaving you questioning everything, I think anything that questions anyone putting out serial killer content when because it's yeah. so overconsumption mm-hmm. is a good topic. Now, do I think the episode was exciting? No, I thought it was actually kind of boring mm-hmm. the entire time. I thought it was boring. I thought it started out pretty interesting. Like, I, I was interested in the characters. I thought it did a really good portrayal of those sort of towns, mm-hmm. the smaller towns, the yep. people involved in those places. It I liked a, the friend that owned the bar. Yeah. He I was, liked his character. Was funny. Uh, it was a fun twist, but you're right, With it was mom. boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought the Streamberry thing gave away the, the twist, mm-hmm. though. Like, I, you knew that it wasn't going to be, you knew that 
the documentary they were making was going to be the actual thing because they said, oh, a true crime thing. Mm. You knew that there was going to be a twist. twist. Yeah. It just, it it was boring. I I was kind of disappointed by this one because it started, like, the first 20 minutes were really, really interesting, and I was really into it, and then it's just, you're right, it just got boring. The ending is really good, and I think that's what saves a lot of this episode for me is that I think that it ends very well. It was justified. And it gives me that Black Mirror bleakness. The meta parts of it though like the streamberry thing i think it's kind of comical like i'm not really into i it. honestly i i just like that it's directed at I d- netflix I think that it's on netflix it's hilarious because mm-hmm. Nef- this is what netflix does the jeffrey dahmer things and they have literally they turned the jeffrey dahmer thing into a series it's called monster and they're gonna just continuously keep talking about serial killers mm-hmm. i have always not liked those shows like i think that there's a gross usage of it in media nowadays and i try to steer away from a lot of it um and that's why i think that they kind of resonated with me a little bit towards the end there especially when you see in the bar and everyone who's like celebrating mm-hmm. with the bafta they're wearing like the red mask that the mom would wear yeah. in yeah. the thing like that's that's cool that's cool little stuff that you're catching on in those episodes and i think that encapsulates what black mirror does best but the episode just kind of didn't fully do it I thought the performances are really good from everybody on this one. Well, that's one thing Black Mirror always is. They have good casts. And I think especially there's always one episode that kind of isn't American-focused now that it's bought. Like, and they have like these episodes like Smithereens in the last one where it's more of a British cast and everything like that. Those ones are some of my favorite ones. In- yeah, the British ones are a lot better. I just feel like this episode would have been better as a movie. One of those, like I like those Netflix thrillers that have those twists that you can usually predict but they're fun and that's what it felt like and i would have liked it better if it was one of those movies i think so what like 50 minutes or something like yeah like it was it was an hour no like a 90 minute movie but so but black mirror does more fleshed out yeah yeah, just like you you want it to be longer basically is what you're saying because more in depth and character development more interesting because the next episode is a feature length film yeah yeah so I, I could see that if it had a bit more focus on And make characters. it more scary, kind of, and what? more tense. Because like, there wasn't a lot of, like, no. tense. Like, I wasn't interested. No. You need the to draw character, you in. The why way did, that they killed her. die like that? I don't yeah, know. That I, was it was weird. really weird. It was, it was not beneficial to the... I think she needed to, to get the point across that this guy just went through all this and then nobody cares about him. But the way it did, it was just so bizarre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... I think she needed the to way so the mom would kill herself in that way. The way that they wrote the episode to the end was really rocky. Mm-hmm. Like like we said, the ending is... But everything beforehand, like, nothing really led to... Like, the mom just kind of, like, kills herself, and that's just kind of it, too. Like, it's like... It is str- it is strange the way that they yeah. led up to everything. It felt more shock value-ish than trying to yeah, there wasn't nail enough, a point wasn't with everything. Wasn't enough as a build. No. To, no. To, but it was a good... It was a good twist. I like the idea ending. of yeah. it, but I just... I, I agree with you. I think your feature... Your, uh, 90 minute movie idea would probably be better for this type of thing there were some pretty scenes too yeah it looked kind of looking place looked nice yeah thumbs up thumbs down um you know i, d- I did like it uh which is kind of bored but I'll, I'll give it a thumbs up yeah i'd say thumbs up yeah i'd say the same thing it's a little boring beyond the sea speaking of feature length this <laughs> one was 90 minutes long this is the one that i was most excited for coming into the season because i love aaron paul and i was so excited to see him do something that's not bet 365 commercials in canada <laughs> Kate Mara is a fantastic actress. Josh Harnett, that guy's. I'm happy he finally did something. I really liked him in his other stuff before. He hasn't really been doing too much recently. I thought scary in this. I thought the performances were fantastic, especially Aaron Paul. I thought that he was so good at 
handling two different portrayals of a character. The episode itself, I'm a little mixed on, especially the ending, I think. The ending ruined a lot of what was built up for it because it was not, it was pretty obvious what they were kind of setting up, especially with the dramatics of David, I believe was his name, his family dying and yeah. mm-hmm. uh, taking over Cliff in the the, the, the the human character when he would do and they would use the technology. I thought it was the best use of technology so far in the series. I thought that was, that felt really old school Black Mirror the way the that they used Black it, Mirror. especially like the old style set in the 60s, yeah. use the tags to get back and forth. I really like that. The ending is what kind of killed a lot of my like for the episode i thought it was really abrupt and i think that it was hand like it felt so out of nowhere yeah i think it laid out so much groundwork for a lot more suspenseful scenes that they never did and then they just ended it like that so i th- what i thought they were going to do originally was going to be that you couldn't tell it was him yes yeah that's and what that's I mean. what i wanted that's more exactly from the wanted. episode because when they, they didn't show him getting they in didn't show cliff getting in points. before yeah. like he went to confront his wife and be yeah. like did you like what happened so i was thinking in my head i was like okay maybe this is david and mm-hmm. david's trying to play with her to sleep with her yeah yeah and that's what i thought was gonna happen. that didn't happen we learned that 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 was cliff and then cliff gets locked outside as david goes and takes his tags and goes and kills For his family reason, yeah we also don't really i didn't really understand why it's really it's weird. Like I thought he was just gonna go sleep with his wife, and then yeah. I think that would have been a better ending, honestly. And I think it would have been a better him ending. Locked outside, if, like, and then he just yeah, I thought stayed he was just down. Take over his life, almost. Yeah, and... I, I think it would have been a better twist if like she sort of figures out, oh, somebody on the spaceship died, mm-hmm. and but there's a guy standing in her kitchen, and she doesn't know who Who's it is. Who, yeah. But I think what they can't do about that thinking about that is because they have the replicas are the ones down on earth not the ones in the spaceship Mm -hmm. so if he was to just kill him in space there would be no one with like to take care of his body or anything like that so they couldn't do that part which I get but then at the same time, why didn't they just have the replicas be in space and yeah. the real people out on the I <laughs> didn't think about Earth? that. You just said that. And I was like, yeah, why would you not have the replicas, replica. the robots in space? <laughs> yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That is bizarre. What did you think about the way that they set up David's storyline of his family being murdered and in front of him? Uh, I mean, I didn't like it watching it, actually. But then after, I was like, OK, sort of I, I kind of fell into you know, it might be interesting. Uh, but then it they wasn't. <laughs> yeah it's weird it feels like a very much inverse lock henry for me that mm-hmm. like everything around it leading up was really good yeah. but the ending was not satisfactory didn't really go anywhere yeah, the ending no was tough. but i think it's probably my favorite out of the three so far uh i think just in terms of everything else it's it's hard because you're looking at these it feels mixed every single episode yeah. that i've watched i know you didn't like jonah's awful but mm-hmm. every episode feels mixed because there's always certain aspects that i'm liking and that's I what i think Okay, sorry. I think just about Black Mirror. Like this episode didn't make me think about anything. No. Didn't make me think about the dis- any consequences of my decisions with technology. Just made me watch this story that had a unsatisfying ending. Some nice performances, but there wasn't even like that uh, Black Mirror obscurity. No. Usually, there's something that's controversial or outlandish about Black Mirror episodes, and there's just hasn't been that no. I don't think. even this idea didn't feel original no it didn't it it what did i compared it to something reminded me of something else 
can't remember now. The that Jake Gyllenhaal movie with the bomb on the train. Kind of remind me of that. But uh, Avatar. Oh no! Don't worry, darling. <laughs> yeah, it, don't yeah, worry, yeah. darling. It did. I, I got Avatar vibes ish, kind of. I guess with the switching back and forth. Um, thumbs I'll, up. Thumbs I'll, down. Thumbs down for down. me. I'll go thumbs up. This raises a bigger thing for me. Do we think that Black Mirror needs to be done? No. Like no, I no? think it's dead. I think it had a really interesting couple run like so you, you three th- years. I think it was interesting and there was a lot you could do with it. Yeah. Reminds me a lot of um season three of Fargo. Um where they it's a lot about technology it was interesting. But now there's just like there is smart ways you could do this, but this show seems to have run out of ideas about how you could. Do we think Charlie Brooker needs to just pass the show on? Because every episode yeah, has been him. I think so. Yeah. After these three, yeah. It also felt like this season in particular felt very American. Like it felt yeah. like any kind of whimsy or charm that it had from being British and feeling like a British show is gone. And it just doesn't have that character anymore that it used to have. The only real American Black Mirror episode that I really liked was San Junipero mm-hmm. and, like U- and USS Callister. Those were the two that like... You guys are both big um, Black Mirror people. I, uh, I've seen them all. This I this was one of the first... This is why this is hurting me, talking about this a lot, because this is one of the first shows that I ever watched that kind of gave me that like cinematic feeling to mm-hmm. it because it's so out there. It was so original and so special, especially in the first couple runs. Like 15 million merits. That was Daniel Kaluuya's first episode, like first big break, and he's so good in that. Mm-hmm. The th- entire theory of you, Tony Kebbell and Jodie Whittaker, like... It's such a good premise too. Be back, be right back was really good. White Bear is one of my favorite ones. White Christmas is so good, and then it feels like once Netflix took this over because yeah. it was it was so hot, and then Netflix came was like, "Okay, Brooker, like this is what you have to do. Let's incorporate a lot more Americans into this thing," and then it's just it's kind of going out there and trying some of these other stuff, but it feels like it's losing a lot of what made Black Mirror so good in the start is that this is a dark, brooding satirical look at society and it just feels like now they've they've gone past that and it's they don't really know what they're doing anymore and it just it saddens me that this is i don't feel like i'm watching black mirror i I don't at this point i i wish that something would happen and maybe brooker just needs to step down or whatever because i don't think this this show's not going to be done they're going to keep going they're going to keep milking it but i've been really disappointed with the most recent out takes of Black Mirror, I don't really have an incentive to keep finishing the next two episodes. I've heard the one right after this one is even worse. Oh no! So it has the lowest rating on IMDb of any Black Mirror episode, <laughs> which <laughs> surprises me because Zazie Beetz is in it, and I love Zazie Beetz. How many episodes are there? There's five. Five, okay. And yeah, like I, I have no incentive to continue this. I, I, I will. I don't think we're probably going to continue talking about it, but because it's probably going to be more of the same of us just not loving everything that's happening. I don't know. What What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I don't want to watch. Why do we pick the idol in this season of Black Mirror? <laughs> There's so much good out there, and we're I just know. focusing on the bad. Um, it makes us seem like we hate everything. I mean, I, I didn't like watching these. Um, yeah, I, I don't really want to finish it, but w- I will. I will for the pod. But, yeah, I mean, that's my takeaway from that. It's got a five. Maisie Day has a five point seven on IMDb. What are your top? Like, what are your favorite? What's your favorite episode? I guess both of you, because you guys are actually like really into Black Mirror. I got a top five. 
But uh, Maddie, I want to hear yours. I first. don't know. I haven't thought about it. Um, Your favorite one. You wanna, I, don't, I you, like the. Do you have one, Mike? My favorite? No. Oh, eh. Uh. I don't know the names of them, but I do like that San. San Junipero. Yeah. That's cons- like that's consistent mm-hmm. with a lot of people's favorite, and that's more of a happy Black Mirror episode. There's not, but it still has that tinge of dark. San Junipero is really good. What's I'm not. White Bear. Yeah. Is that the prison one? White Bear is the one where she's like this yeah, people yeah, with the phones yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're staring good. at her. I also really like I I don't know the names of any of them, but the one where the guy like is holding the guy hostage in his car and wants to talk Smithereens. to him. Yeah. Yeah. I love Smithereens. I like that it's one, one of my a favorite lot. ones from the last one. Um I think my top ten, Be Right Back, is the one with Haley Atwell and Dom Hall Gleason with the the robot. That one's really good with her husband dying. San mm-hmm. Junipero, we mentioned that one. Nosedive, I think, is an underrated one. That one's with Bryce Dallas Howard with the star rankings. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah, yeah. I like that's that first one. Episode that's of, the first uh, one of Netflix's takeover, three, season four? three. So I was like, oh, Black Mirror will be in good hands. Mm-hmm. Hang the DJ is really good, that too. Good. That one has very San Junipero vibes where it's a happy ending. USS Callister is... If oh, you, I love that if one. If you I love really Star really Trek like one, yeah. and you love Jesse Plemons... Kristen Milotti's really good in that one too. That one's Is he on Ozempic now. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he looks like like he's on the Ozempic. I hate those commercials <laughs> so much. <laughs> Smithereens, the entire history of you. I mentioned that one before. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shut up and dance. That one. Oh my god, that one killed me when I watched it for the first one. It's the one about the he gets the. The messages on the phone telling him what to do things. <gasps> oh, I, that one's so yeah, good. Yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, rooting yeah. for him. Oh, and then you find the twist. The twist. Yeah, that is, one oh. is really good. I got literal goosebumps during that scene where it's just like the mom being like, what'd you do? And she's just like yelling at him over the phone. And you yeah. see the troll yeah. face yeah. being sent. To- that one, I think, has the best twist of any black. Aside from White Christmas, I think that's the best literal twist. Like that killed me. That was the that. first Black Mirror episode I ever saw. Cool. It's a good That's intro. a good one to yeah. start. And surprise, surprise, it's another British one. Like yeah. a lot of these ones are all British ones. White Christmas, so good. John Hamm is so good in that episode. It's a good one. It just that one has really good twists too. Like that's mm-hmm. like it's three stories that all intertwine. Yeah. And then White Bear. Those are my those are some of my favorite ones. It's your top one. Too? White Bear is my favorite. Yeah. I th- I think that and White Christmas can intertwine with uh, interswitch with each other every single time because both of them are like peak Black Mirror. I hated the movie. Bandersnatch. Yeah. I hated it. I don't hate it. Snatch is that the video game? Choose your own adventure. Yeah, it's a gimmick. Mm-hmm. It's not really an episode. I, I think like the idea of it. I do too. I love the meta aspect of it. Like the one fit, the one finale of the Netflix one is really funny. I don't mm-hmm. remember exactly what happened, but I remember laughing. And I liked going through everything and trying to figure it out. It's a fine one watch. Yeah. It just doesn't have the impact of multiple rewatches and i think that's what when black mirror is good you can rewatch it and get something out of it every single time i don't really ever want to watch shut up and dance again especially now i know the ending of it the best yeah. part of that <laughs> is that when he is giving the kid the lollipop at the beginning of the the show mm-hmm. too you're just like oh what a cute little scene and then towards you're like oh my god that's black mirror that is black mirror and that is what this show is missing and yeah, I yeah. I want it to go back to that and i don't think we'll ever get it again i think you actually mentioned that maddie you said that all these episodes severely lacked Black Mirror. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
so, and yeah. if Beyond the Sea is the closest we're getting to that, that's not we're not in good hands. No. So that that was our Black Mirror take. So why don't we talk about what we watched this week? Um, if you're interested in my sanctuary review of Jake's recommendation <laughs> from last week, I messed up. Uh, tough to find, <laughs> I uh, but I will watch it. and I'll put it on my Twitter. Um, but I'm gonna recommend Jake a movie this week. Oh. But uh, and it will not be a new one from 2023. It'll be a, oh, it'll no. be something that. A classic. A classic oh, that no. I think Jake will really like. Actually. You're going to pull out my classic takes, and I'm not here for <laughs> it. Okay. Um, let's talk about what we watched this week. So, Jake, why don't you start off with what you watched over the past week? Um, Not a lot, to be honest. Kind of just catching up on new TV. Uh, I watched the newest episode of Sunny again. Really funny. Again, stays continuous of what my thoughts were last week. It's been back to the new Sunny. Platonic, I don't think I mentioned it last week, is a really funny Apple TV show. It's with Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen. So if you've seen the Neighbors movies, you know their chemistry is really good. More of the same. Apple TV is killing it for comedies. Ted Lasso, Shrinking was another really good one that came out this week. You don't like Jason Segel, but... I like Jason Segel. Didn't you say you didn't like Jason Segel last no, week? I like, oh, no, I just made a joke. That, uh, uh, the Borderlands. Uh, okay. He'd probably yeah, be yeah. in the Borderlands yeah, yeah. movie. He, uh, so they're really good at nailing these 30-minute comedies. Yeah. Watch that one. And I think no, I finished Never Have I Ever. I did mention Never Have I Ever last week. Finished that That's show. That's the Mindy Kaling one, right? Yes. Uh, it got really weird. Oh, it's, really? Yeah. Oh, no. It was really focused on sex again, and it's they're supposed to be high schoolers. It's just a little. There's like a lot of sex scenes in that show too. It was really weird. Uh, that Yikes. Was, that's about all that I watched. I didn't watch a movie this week. Was gonna watch Transformers. Didn't really have the time for it. Uh, yeah, that's all I watched. What about you, Mike? What'd you watch? Uh, we watched uh, Shiny Happy People. Yeah. What the Duggar hell is that? Family Secrets. So it was a, wild. Is that a movie? Yes. It's, it's a three-part documentary series. It's not a movie. Well, do- three-part documentary yeah. series. Shining Happy People. Shiny, Shiny Happy, Happy People. People. Duggar Family Secrets. Do you remember the show, like, 16 Kids and Counting, 17 Kids and yes. Counting, 18 Kids? It's so about yeah. that family. Yes. Oh. Uh, we won't and go into spoilers, but they are involved in a cult of sorts which they what? eventually take over yes um and get intertwined with politics and basically how the cult wanted to take over the, the government <laughs> yeah this was released on prime yeah it's yeah. crazy we didn't know anything about it the only thing i'd heard was when that one son had gotten arrested yeah. for child porn yeah it's gotten critical acclaim but 100 on rotten tomatoes so i was not expecting any thing to follow that but it was no. wild yeah it's a it's a good ride it's it's not it's not a tedious thing to watch either like it you can watch it in three parts or you can sh- binge it how long are the episodes uh about an hour and a bit yeah they're not long it That's is not, it's the not like perfect length of yeah. a mini you can, d- you can knock it out in a day and be like wow what the but hell? you're interested still in like i wanted to go to the next episode after every episode you know i haven't felt like that in a while with a show where I like mm. wanted to keep watching. Yeah, we're cool. I might watch that now. It's yeah, good. give it a shot. I watched Gross Point Blank last night. Is that a movie? You ever seen Gross Point Blank? Nope. It's uh, John Cusack. He's like an assassin, and he goes back to his hall or his uh, high school graduation or not graduation reunion. Yeah, reunion. <laughs> and he's sort of. T- it, it's funny. It's like a dad movie, but a rom com. It's got Mini Driver. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to recommend it. I'm not a huge John Cusack guy. Yeah, me neither. Mm. He had his time. I like Joan Cusack. Meh. The Cusacks are just kind of... 
Oh, they, they don't do it for you? Hot tub time machine? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I actually, well, I haven't seen Stand By Me or Being John Malkovich. Stand By, uh, or Adaptation. I watched like 20 minutes of Thin Red Line before Malkovich, I fell asleep. Malkovich, Malkovich. You ever seen John, Being John Malkovich? No. I should watch that. It's a funny that. movie. Yeah, good, I've heard a lot of good things. Really, the only thing I've seen that I really like John Cusack in was Love and Mercy, hmm. which is the movie about uh, Brian Wilson. Just like Brian Wilson did. Yeah, like the Beach Boys. It's good. It's a good movie. I'm yeah. not gonna watch that. Beach Boys are bare naked ladies. Are you proud of yourself for that one? No, I'm just asking you who's better. I'm not answering that. <laughs> <laughs> the bare naked ladies. Yeah, yeah, of course. The Beach Boys. Name one Beach Boys song. Wouldn't it be nice? Um, yeah. Okay. Whatever. It's, uh, that's better than anything. Bare naked. Did you watch any? Mo- oh yeah, we watched uh, Knock on the Cabin. Oh, yeah, the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. Terrible. No twist in that movie. No. Well, well it's I guess one the twist was supposed to be that it was there real. wasn't a twist. Yeah, yeah it's real. But that he did the exact same thing with um, Split. Mm-hmm. The twist was that it was real. Like, okay. M. Night's really hit or miss recently. I think he's a bit more hit than miss. I didn't Ooh. hate What's a The hit? last one we watched was old, old before that, so. You didn't like old? old no. Was, old was pretty bad. That uh, twist also predictable. We saw that in theaters. M Night, Sh- yeah, he's a weird s- director. I didn't. I liked Split. Split's really good. Eh, I didn't care. Mainly for, for it. James McAvoy. I he's actually can't name a good movie he's in, he's done. Stuart Little. Stuart Little, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Falling out the the deep cut there. Yeah. You didn't like Split? No. No. What? It was boring. It's Six Sense. Okay, everybody knows that we're too young to have experienced I that. I saw that twist. when I was like, like ten. I didn't. It doesn't <laughs> doesn't work for us anymore. What man. about Unbreakable? What about Unbreakable? <laughs> like those are movies that old people tell you are good, and then you watch them. You're like, okay, yeah, I guess it, it probably was good when it came out. After Earth. <laughs> <laughs> he did After Earth. Yeah, that was during his that's streak the, of really that's bad. The Will Smith, Jaden Smith. He one? dropped the back to back to back of the last Airbender, the Happening, and After Earth. It was a real oh good stretch for M Night. God, who's in the Happening? Is that Nicolas Cage? Oh no, no, that's Mark the Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg yeah. Zoe Deschanel yeah. one. I didn't mind that one actually. Yeah, come it wasn't on, good. It's he, but I didn't there's mind. There's yeah, if he you did Signs, right? Yes. Yeah, Signs was okay. Well, it has Walking Phoenix in it, so and Mel Gibson, yeah. known great celebrity. Both Mel should have Gibson. played the uh, alien. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> anything else? Um, no, what other? I don't think we watched them. You watched RuPaul? RuPaul's how's, Drag Race All Stars. How's that? How'd that episode go? Good. Canadian Jimbo is killing it. That's I don't Slay really need queen. to talk too much about it, but uh, I like All Stars. I think it's good. I also watched Miss Congeniality this week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which um, is just really terrible to Sandra Bullock's character in the beginning. I didn't realize how body shaming and awful <laughs> the beginning of that movie is. When was that movie made? Uh, early 2000s, I think. 2000 on the dot. Yeah? Oof. Yep. It's uh, pretty yeah, brutal. you can tell in the, from that. I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. I have not seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you guys just watch random movies that I've never heard of. I've actually never heard of Miss Congeniality. What? That, I know. Are you serious? Yeah. What? I just looked it up and was like, what is this? Start uh, with Miss Congeniality 2. No. That one's <laughs> <laughs> That's not my recommendation. Armed and Fabulous. Yes. It's got a 15% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. It's the second one's not good. Well, the first one isn't either, I guess. Is Sandra Bullock Jeez. in the second one, too? Yes, of course <laughs> she is. 
She's Miss Congeniality. <laughs> She's Gracie Lou Freebush. What did they have against her to make these movies? They were iconic. Against her, bro. They were popular. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you my recommendation of the week. Sure. I want a full rundown next week. All right. Uh, do you like rom-coms? Yeah, surprisingly, I actually do. Do you like rom-coms from 1987? Depends. <laughs> so this is the, if someone asked me for a movie recommendation, this is the first movie I recommend to people. Okay. Have you seen Broadcast News? Don't even know what that is. Broadcast News is a rom-com about a television producer. It's by James L. Brooks. It stars William Hurt, oh, Holly Albert Hunter. Brooks, and Holly Hunter. Give it a watch. Tell me your opinion. That's my recommendation for this week. It's got a 4.0 on Letterboxd. I wonder why. All right. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great and content right there. That's going to wrap up our no. discussion. Oh, oh yeah. We got to know what's coming out. Yeah, you're going to keep forgetting that part. Like What's coming out? Yeah. I got to give everyone the, the hints of what's happened. So Certainly not Anthony Bass. I'm proud of that one. <laughs> okay, go on. Uh, so for TV this week, forgot to mention this one last week. So we, were, we last week we previewed everything that's coming out this week. I don't know if that's the best way of doing it, but eh. Uh, the Walking Dead, Dead City, missed that one. The Walking Dead is back. What? What? It <laughs> features everyone's favorite characters, Negan and Maggie. As a what duo? That's it's their show. Let it die, it's, man. It will. Ne- it's called The Walking Dead. It's never gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, in case you wanted to see someone and her ex-husband's killer be a duo together, and the will they won't they mm-hmm. saga continues. Which, in case you care, in the last episode of the The Walking Dead, they said no. We're just friends, and revealed that Negan had a wife the whole time. <laughs> oh, I have never seen a single episode of I, the, Walking the Walking Dead? Dead. I stopped watching when they killed Glenn. That's when I stopped. I feel like that's when most people. I feel like even watching. that's too far to get, man. No, it was still really good up until season six. I got bored in the prison. That's season three. Three. Yeah. <laughs> really? The governor's really good, though. The governor's really good. <laughs> Yeah, The Walking Dead needs to die, but hey, another show. It's their th- second spinoff. No, third spinoff. And then there's a there's a Daryl show coming out later this year also. So Dude, let it die. Aren't what? they making movies too? No, they so they were supposed to make one with Andrew Lincoln's yeah, character Rick. going back with Rick Grimes, and they decided to scrap the movie because no one would watch it probably, and so they're making a miniseries instead. So there's lots of Walking Dead content coming out because the show really didn't end. It just kind of ended the main show. And then they were like, everyone needs a spinoff now because. When did it end? This year? Earlier this year. Oh, my God. It, the, the season had 30-something episodes. What on earth? Yeah. What's it on, AMC still? Yeah. It's the only thing really holding up AMC. Now that Better Call Saul's ended, there's nothing yeah, else on that. <laughs> As well, The Bear is back. The Bear is a yeah, really yeah. good show starring Jeremy Allen White. Just got a divorce. Did. So he's single, ladies. Everyone really loves that guy. His joysy accent and his disheveled hair. Really good show. Uncut Gems-like episodes. Have you seen The Bear? I started the first episode. It's really good. You should finish it. 
Yeah, there's a lot of good performances. Motivation for it. I don't really care. It has about a good ending show. of season one, so I'm excited to watch season two. Yeah, it does look like a good show. Dropping all episodes of that this week, as well. Secret Invasion. Is that Marvel? Marvel is back once again. I see the faces of everyone. This is the Nick Fury show with Ben Mendelsohn. Okay. It's about the scrolls. The scrolls. Yeah. So that starts this week. Yep. Not never gonna watch that. As well as I'm a Virgo on Amazon Prime. It is being described as one of the best shows of the year. This is from Boots Riley, who did the Sorry to Bother You movie that came out a couple years ago with Lakeith oh, Stanfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really strange movie. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is his follow-up. It's not anything to do with it, but this is his next thing. It's getting rave reviews, considered one of the best of the year. It's an absurdist comedy. It's coming out on Prime. Has your favorite Walter Goggins in it. Uh, uh, he plays two characters in it, though. What? <laughs> Does one not have his mouth open? One's the hero and one's Jay Whitel. No, he's the main character in this? No. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Jarell Jerome, who was the, he was in Moonlight. Barry Jenkins Moonlight, he's the main character. So That's Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali was in it for five minutes. <laughs> he is not the main character. No, it's apparently really good, so I'm excited for that. All episodes drop on Prime on the 23rd. And that wraps up TV. Movies, not a lot for next week. Asteroid City, the newest yeah, Wes, Wes Anderson, Anderson movie. It's supposed to be his best one, apparently. But I feel like they say that after or right before any of his movies come out. Yeah, I'm not a big... Wes Anderson person? I just nothing happens. I you would think as someone movies. who really likes like fashion and everything like that, you would be going crazy over I like them aesthetically, but I also get bored very easily. Okay. And I also feel like the internet's ruined Yeah. Him Wes a Anderson, lot yeah. Well when I hear people saying that Wes Anderson's their favorite director, I immediately tune out to anything that they say. Yeah, that's a weird take. Though he has funny he movies. has two really good like I will stand by that fantastic Mr. Fox and yeah, The Grand like, Budapest Hotel are really good movies. Like I those do are, like the Grand Budapest Hotel. Those are his two best his most recent film that I saw, like mm. The French Dispatch, I really didn't like it. I thought it was extremely self indulgent, which is what Wes Anderson is, but I think it was him dialed way too far. And I've heard that Asteroid City is either that for you again, or it's more of a return to form. Yeah. I've heard mixed things. It doesn't have the best reviews. I think Ooh. it's like hovering around a 70 on Rotten Tomatoes with like a 6.2 average. Well, I mean, I've already heard you say some Wes Anderson takes that I disagree with. So we'll give that one a watch, and then we'll <laughs> go through our I don't Wes want to Anderson. watch Asteroid City. I have How to long is that? Is it a long movie? Probably. Every, the last though. one felt like years. Every movie now is like three hours long. Stop. I know. Give me a 90 minute movie. I know. End at 90 minutes. I Nobody wants to be in a It's 105 minutes. Oh my uh, God. That's, that's okay. That's doable. I, I don't want to watch it. It's two hours. And then the other major one is No Hard Feelings, which is a comedy with Jennifer Lawrence. And oh, oh that I've looks seen, funny. Yeah, that it looks does funny. look really funny. It's about Gina a guy. Jennifer Lawrence? It's about Jennifer Lawrence getting laid off from her job. Mm-hmm. And she gets hired as a pimp, basically, to yeah. get me Kurt, their teenage son, fall in love with her. Looks like a funny. Fall in love. I thought it was to get him to like sleep with other people, like to no, make him cool. I don't know. One of the two of those. I think it's just to make get him out of his shell or something. Uh, it looks really funny. It looks like a callback to a lot of like the early two thousands comedy mm-hmm. movies that are like not existent anymore. So if you like comedies, go support it because we continue to see less and less of these in movies in theaters. Like Booksmart's the last one I can really think of that I saw in theaters this big and high quality. Go give it. Go give it a watch. I am excited to go watch that one. And that wraps up all of the stuff that comes out next yes. week. Yes. So that's also going to wrap up our discussion of Black Mirror. 
and our fascinating conversation. Long podcast. Madeline Barn. What time are we at? We're at an hour and 15 minutes Oof. here. Yeah, well, let's, let's wrap this up. <laughs> we uh, don't want to keep here. No one's listening to us anymore at this point. Maddie, did you want to plug anything? Um, sure. If you would like to check out my TikTok uh, and Instagram, it's could be worse. That is the name on both of those. What do you do on there? Fashion things. I, I knit, crochet, sew. Basically just showing off things that I make. Mm-hmm. Jake? You can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Schultz 6. That's S-C-H-U-L-Z 6. As well as you can find me on the Dream Team podcast on Hooray. Apple and Spotify if you like sports. Want to follow us there? Go for it. Yeah. Follow me, Letterbox, P I C L O. Twitter, Mike Jose Collins. Yeah, it's Gax Reviews for Jake's yeah, uh, Letterbox there. And if you like soccer, you can follow the Kickaboo Pod. Just check out my Twitter. You can see all my links there. So, dear listeners, and our cinematic adventure doesn't end actually at this episode. So, join us next time on Cinemates as we delve in, delve, delve, delve into <laughs> new releases, timeless classics, and the ever evolving landscape of entertainment. We do also have a special guest coming on next week, so stay tuned. Your support means the world to us. And until then, keep watching, keep exploring, and always remember to stay connected with the magic of cinema. Thanks for joining, Maddie. Thanks for having me. You excited for The Idol next week? I am. Very excited. I can't wait for the fashion changes. (laughs) See you guys in the next one. Thanks, guys.